the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Thursday. Man, we are closer Friday than we've ever been. I'm kind of liking that. I don't know about everybody else, but this week's been long. Has your week been long? Uh, it's been long, but I, I got so much stuff to get done, and it, it just seems to... Just keeps going, I, It right? just keeps going. And it's kind of yeah. way mine's been. I uh, got up this morning, and I thought I was losing my vision. It was really weird. I went out yesterday... And I didn't wear my sunglasses. I always wear my sunglasses. Always wear my sunglasses. So I go out and I lay out in the sun yesterday, catching some rays because, you know, I'm going to Florida September. So you can see I'm getting brown. Uh, Trying to get nice and brown. So I get down there. Now I get nice dark brown, you know, kind of thing. And uh, I got up this morning and it looked like I felt like I was looking through fog. I could like not see hardly. And uh, I was trying to shave, and I stopped because I couldn't really make out clearly my face in the mirror. And I put water on my eyes and stuff, and finally, I could I could see again. Now I'm fine. Now, no problem at all. And uh, it was just so very weird. It was really really uh, strange to say the least. Well, you'd have to have your uh, head in the ground not to know that there's there's things going on in in Cuba right now and exciting things i think in Cuba but kind of watching the the mainstream media depending on who you watch uh uh it, it's hard to tell whether they think it's because the people want freedom or they want a covid-19 vaccination I've seen a lot of different different things come out of Cuba, and uh, it looks like freedom to me. I mean, if you want freedom, that means you want food, and it does mean that you want COVID-19 vaccinations and all the rest of things that right. come with a, uh, a functioning economy, uh, which they don't have in, in Cuba anymore. And did you see Black Lives Matter yesterday? They, they blamed the United States for what's going on in Cuba. Uh, you know, Cuba can't take care of itself. Well, the they they can have all our well, stuff. The left doesn't like freedom. Well, you're right about that. Uh, and so that's that's why there's a, a there's any there's confusion because they don't like freedom. They don't, they don't like the fact that uh, other countries want what America has. Well, you know what's really sad is that Fidel, that murdering bastard. I hope he's burning in hell. Uh, killed thousands if not tens of thousands of people in cuba mm-hmm. then raul followed up up with him 
And Che started it all. For all you college students that run around with Che t-shirts on, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why don't you just wear Adolf Hitler on your chest? Yep. I mean, seriously. Uh, joining us today, Danielle Alvarez is with us. Danielle, how are you? Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on your show. As you can tell, I'm not a uh, I'm not a Castro fan. <laughs> and it is so updated. Yeah, it's it's a sad situation right now about what's happening in in Cuba. I was listening to Marco Rubio yesterday. Senator Rubio said, um, and I guess he posted it. I just missed it. Uh, he posted uh, videos of a of a kid doing a a live uh, like Facebook uh, uh, piece, and as he's talking, you see the door get get kicked in in back of him and. He gets arrested by the, uh, I guess, the federales uh, there. Uh, I, I, he said that. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know the president's name now. I, I, don't, I try to forget him. Uh, he made, he, he told all sixteen-year-olds and above to go out on the street and beat up the protesters. Is that right? You know what's happening in Cuba is very personal to me. Both my parents are Cuban. I was fortunate enough to be born in this country and have every opportunity and freedom that this country offers. And it's really sad. You know, Cuban Americans, pardon me, Cuban people are risking everything to march for freedom on the island. And for people who have been born into this country will never quite understand what that means. And so, you know, they're risking everything. And I really appreciated what you said earlier. They're marching for freedom. Yes. They are shouting libertad. They're not shouting for vaccines. They're shouting for freedom. And that's really, you know, that they're trying to escape 60 years of an oppressive communist dictatorship. And how has the Cuban regime and those thugs, how have they answered? They're... To your point, they're asking, they're sending law enforcement, they're sending military law enforcement to repress the people. We've seen videos come out of the island, but that upset them. And so now they're doing Internet blocks so that information can't arrive to the island and can't leave the island. It's absolutely disgusting what's going on. Yeah, think about this, though. Here in the United States, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, you name it. They're doing to us what uh, the Cuban government is doing to the people of Cuba. Oh, absolutely. Listen, the censorship that occurs from big tech, you know, to conservatives is, you know, is something that should not be happening. And we're seeing we're seeing what it's happening here, but we're seeing it in Cuba as well. Yeah. I mean, the communist dictators attempting to silence Cubans through violence intimidation, and internet blackouts. They're total violations of basic human rights in Cuba. Yeah, absolutely, and people need to know this. And, uh, you know, Fidel Castro was uh, the the left's uh, poster boy of, he's the good guy, look what he's doing for the people on the island and all of that. Now, they didn't show the graves. They, he didn't. They didn't show all the dead bodies that he was throwing in those graves and stuff to to cement his quote revolution that he had over in in Cuba. Uh, the left, you know, has 
what do you what do you call it when you have uh, your memory is subjective about what Fidel Castro did and what well, and and more importantly what Che did. Some it embarrasses me how many people you know completely ignore with what Che did uh, before all of that really got started. He he laid all the groundwork for all of that stuff, no doubt about it. I used to have a shirt. I wish I still had it, and it had a picture of Che on the front of it and it was made up of the pictures of people that he murdered oh you know i told my mom i said i know it's hard for you to talk about what you went through on the island before you came and she came you know as a teenager and i said but i need you to tell me and and i need you to tell my daughter i said because i don't want us to ever forget what you went through you know my uncle was jailed for 25 years for simply disagreeing with the government. My mother had to go to a camp because Castro decided that all the children would become children of the revolution and they would be indoctrinated and do hard agricultural labor. My mom's oldest sister was a Peter Pan child and she came to this country with absolutely no one like many other children. You know, unfortunately, it's not a unique story, but it's one that has to be told. But because because what we can't allow is what is happening on the island and what has been exported to Venezuela, to Colombia, to Nicaragua, to Bolivia, to be exported here. Yeah, they're, they're trying to export it here. I mean, look at what's going on in this country. You know, it's it's can it, it's 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 terribly, terribly disturbing what's happening in our country well just hearing your story Danielle, just it it uh, it it breaks my heart because you know my my dad and, and his side of family fit, fled communist china in in 49 and i've heard his stories and my grandfather's stories and and uh it's just sad seeing the left continue to refuse to do anything about it uh, uh and and you know biden's the uh, only response is to try to get the UN involved, or or his silence. You know, he was forced to respond to doesn't just, call out yeah, communism. Doesn't call out communism, uh, and there there's no you know there's no call for uh, freedom. There's no call to help the the Cuban people, um, and it just seems 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 weird because you know our, our biggest export, as I've always thought, is is our freedom. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't don't like that, but uh, it's what it's what the people want. And 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 if if anyone knows anything about foreign policy, when there's a leadership change in a regime that is communistic or socialist, that's when they're the weakest. And that's when that's why the, you see the people finally rising up because they do they understand that in in Cuba. Um, and so I personally don't know what the solution is, um, but you know the. America needs to get involved, and we're not because of the Biden administration. Look, I've already had some people ask me, and Danielle, you probably have heard this as well. Well, if they want freedom so bad, why don't they overthrow the uh, military and the government? Because they don't have any guns. They took their guns. That's right. They don't have a Second Amendment. That's why we fight so hard to keep the Second Amendment. you got to have a gun to be able to take on people who have guns. And it's... I mean, they don't have guns. They don't even have a voice. You are seeing people that are so repressed that, again, going out and marching on the streets is life risking. It's just something that in this country we can't. It's hard to understand. Thank God. 
thank God that we have the freedoms and the liberties that we do in this country. And the biggest issue, well, one of the biggest issues, let me say, that I have is Biden's silence, his absolute lack of leadership. It's a disgrace. His administration put out a statement perpetuating the lie. Mm-hmm. The dictator. It's not about the pandemic. It's about freedom. And we all know Joe Biden and Democrats are weak on Cuba. We know that in 2016, Obama-Biden administration met with Raul Castro, took a weak stance on the regime, and it only benefits the dictatorship. It doesn't benefit the people. And now House Democrats, to nobody's surprise, is urging Biden to revert back to those policies. And I was talking, you know, we had a I was talking to a political prisoner on Tunes yesterday. He was he was in prison for 17 years for dissenting. And we said, you know why those House Democrats are so eager? It's because they welcome socialists and socialist socialist policies within their own party. I mean, look at who they have in their party, members of the Democratic Socialists of America. Mm-hmm. Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Jamal Bowman, and Cori Bush, who are all members and leaders of the Democrat Party. That's why you're seeing this happen. You know, from the Joe Biden administration, he can't denounce communism and socialism. They have a stranglehold on his party. Right. Daniel Alvarez is with us right now. I think Jr. joined us. Hey, Jr. how are you this morning? Doing well. How are you doing, Dave? I'm doing great. Sad stories coming out of Cuba from people who want to be free. And uh, I, I, I want to repeat what I just said. People say, well, why don't they uprise and overthrow the government they don't have any guns and and she's right out uh, danielle is right too they don't have a voice when you've been under the thumb of a communist regime for 60 years man you're trying to teach people about freedom it's like trying to take a, a thirsty man who's never tasted water and tell him he needs water i mean seriously i mean solzhenitsyn told me that so i mean it's a sad situation. I, I, I've got my fingers crossed, toes and eyes crossed that this goes the right way and that uh, these people are able to break through. But it won't happen unless the United States uh, bows up and says, uh, you're going to have to you need to listen to the people. And I, I don't know what else we can do. And we'll talk to Danielle about that when we come back. Got to get a break in. Dal- Danielle Alvarez will be with us for just a few more moments here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, if you have questions about filing for Social Security, get the answers in a simple, easy to understand booklet called Your Guide to Social Security. It's from David Lucas Financial in North Little Rock, 27 pages long, outlines what you need to know. It can help you get even more income when you do file for Social Security. Uh, If you're within five years of filing for Social Security, get this free booklet now by calling 501-222-3315. As a bonus, you'll receive a free customized Social Security analysis that pinpoints the optimal time to wring every nickel out of your benefits. Pick up the phone, call them, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Ken, J.R., and Daniel Alvarez with Dave Ellswick here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. Uh, We've got J.R. here. We've got, uh, of course, uh, Ken here, and then Danielle Alvarez is our special guest. She's talking about Cuba with us. Danielle, last question for you before I let you go. 
what can the United States actually do to help the Cuban people? Look, it's really simple. We have to be strong. You know, we can't have, we have unfortunately failed and weak leadership in the White House that wants to, that wants to go back and, 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 and help the dictatorship. And that's what we can't have happen. We have to be strong. We cannot revert back to the Obama-Biden policies. We have to, one, be truthful about what's happening. It's about freedom. It's not about vaccines. It's not about the pandemic. Sure, the pandemic has likely exacerbated the problem, but the people on the streets marching freedom. And we have to have strong leadership. Under the former leadership of President Trump and the Republican Party, we impose sanctions on regimes in Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Cuba. And we cannot be soft or else the Cuban regime will keep its stranglehold on the people. And we can't allow that to happen. This is this is a pivotal moment in time, and we have to stand with the Cuban people. Daniel, what do you say to people who say, yeah, and, it, and it's those those policies that Trump had and that other Republican presidents that have had, like Reagan and others, that have exacerbated the problems on that island? I would say that those policies are not responsible for Cubans being beaten and imprisoned for thinking differently. The communist dictatorship. It's not responsible for sentencing hundreds of political prisoners who didn't commit any crime. It was the communist dictatorship. And we have to fight communism and socialism. We have to be the beacon of freedom and democracy across the globe. Do you notice how uh, Sanders and some of the others who have said things, I mean, Sanders actually said they need to let the people protest peacefully and blah, blah, blah. He never said socialism or communism in, in that statement. If you look at what, again, the, the Democratic Socialists of America, what BLM said, they declared solidarity yeah. with the revolution. That's a term used by the communist regime. And it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Yeah, I've got I've got that. I'll read it later on here in the program today. It is a disgrace. You're you're exactly right. I want to thank you for joining us today. I promised them I wouldn't keep you longer than about 20 minutes. Thanks for calling in so early. I hope I didn't get you up out of bed. But if I did, thanks for getting out of bed and giving us uh, the straight scoop on that. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your show and good morning to all of your listeners. All hope right. you have a great day. Thank you. Danielle Alvarez here on the Dave Ellswick Show. She she giving you the truth yeah. about what's happening. And over there. her answer about you know the the sanctions and the embargoes that the left wants to lift as the solution to the problem is just is just great. You know, no the, the embargoes, the sanctions, uh, the tough tough stance on on socialism and and places like Venezuela and Cuba is not the reason for people being beaten and jailed and murdered. But that's that's the that's the narrative they're going to start pushing is let's lift, lift the Trump era uh, uh, sanctions and it doesn't take a, a genius to figure out when you pump money into a communist uh, ruled regime who gets the money not the people hey think about China all right we tried this with China all right we built their economy uh, over the last uh, fifty years built their economy and has it brought has it brought freedom to the chinese people absolutely not they're totally okay with letting their people starve to death uh, on the streets and yeah, we and, we talked to nan su from uh 
epoch yesterday and uh yeah it's it's still out a good more than half of that country is still uh you know pearl buck good earth kind of uh of a country and if you don't know what that is uh, that's a book you should read <laughs> i'm just wondering where all those these the the woke celebrities are with all the, these human rights injustices Nuff. in cuba uh, well i don't i don't you know they, they must be asleep so. Yeah, I can hear. Jr. what do you think about this in in, in Cuba? I, I mean, Danielle's right. Uh, the best thing that we can do is is uh, continue to stand tough against the communist regime there. Uh, and and again, let me remind people, it's not like they've got a bunch of guns that they can go to war with the military there. They have draconian drug, uh, not drug, but uh, gun policies on that island. People don't have guns in Cuba. Yeah, I mean, I think that's to me is what sort of underscores the the bravery uh, and the courage that you're seeing in, in these protests on the streets of Cuba. Um, you know, just knowing just what you said, Dave. There's the the we got news. Uh, we'll remember. be right back. We'll be right back. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick. Show. Uh, let's not forget about PI Roofing and what they can do for you to keep your roof in good shape. I mean, I'm going to. Yesterday, I laid it out in the sun. It was like 97 degrees outside. It felt like it was 105. And uh, I did 45 minutes yesterday out by the pool. I threw water on my face and stuff, trying to stay a little bit uh, cool. And had a big glass of ice water there. The ice was gone within about 10 minutes. But. I went inside the house, and man, I could. I can only tell you, it was so great to get inside that air conditioning and uh, start relaxing. And and uh, then I had a big old bowl of watermelon that had been in the refrigerator. So I hydrated and had a little bit something to eat. And that was that was just the lifesaver for me. And then I'm pulling out yesterday afternoon. I, was, I had to run over to the Wally World and pick up a couple of things. And PI Roofing was on the top of a house re-roofing there in my subdivision and i'm thinking oh my i am so glad that i don't do that i mean on top of a house like that 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 had to be in the hundreds felt like in the hundreds and doing doing their job but that's what pi roofing does i mean uh you know it's not raining so they go up there now they come down take their breaks have have a lot of water to drink they had several of the big water jugs there and, and things of that nature but PI Roofing gets it done because guess what? You think they take a beating? Think what your roof takes when it's hot like this day in, day out, and uh, just beats on your roof and it wears it down. You got to make sure that you keep it up so that it does its number one job, keep the water out of your house. That's PI Roofing. You you talk to them. Uh, they'll talk to you and, and get things set up. If you need a new roof, they'll help you with that they'll deal with the insurance company uh they'll come out and look at your roof and tell you exactly what needs to be done 707-3551 is their number 707-3551 or visit them online piroofing.com jr davis i had to cut you off because we got up right against the news but let's go back and let me get your your thoughts about cuba and again i want to remind people uh they don't have guns in cuba uh, I mean, I'm not saying that there's not one, but there's not a lot. Let's put it that way uh, over there. And uh, those people are they're at all they can do is get out on the streets and walk around. 
Uh, the Internet's been cu- cut off. Oh, by the way, uh, what's the difference between that and uh, what we get from Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram and Snapchat and all the rest when it comes to being a conservative here in this country? What they're doing is just exactly what the left in Cuba is doing. Uh, they're They're keeping us from communicating with each other. That's what they're doing. They don't believe in freedom of speech. Okay, I've said enough, Jr. Now I'll let you talk. No, yeah, you're good. You're spot on. Um, yeah, I mean, I think going back to what I was saying before the break, just uh, I think for those that are paying attention, this is just a very uh, courageous and brave effort to the point you were making that there are no guns. There's really no way for them to uh, uh, successfully fight back. Uh, and, and absolutely, the United States, if, if there's not an involvement there, um, I think this, you know, uh, frankly, will just get shut down. Um, but I think, again, just knowing what the ramifications are for these individuals out there protesting, uh, what they're wanting, what they're screaming for, which is freedom, um, is powerful. Uh, and it's something to certainly uh, watch from here and hope that uh, this administration uh, will step up at some point in some capacity uh, to to help those protesters down there in Cuba. It ain't going to happen. They love the they love uh, the yeah. left. They love the socialists. They love the communists. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's 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 as obvious as the nose on your face. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's even it's even sad when uh, you have. Uh, I was reading a story where you have uh, places like China and Vietnam that have told the Cuban government to issue economic reform uh, to, you know, to in order to be uh, what they would think more successful communist nations to issue a, a more uh, uh, free market type uh, economy uh, under the uh, communist umbrella. And the Cuban government has, you know, Raul promised economic reform, didn't happen but that's what they did. All these socialist, communist leaders continue to promise the people uh, reforms, and they don't do it. And then they blame uh, uh, the uh, sanctions, uh, the travel restrictions that the U.S. has put on them, and they blame them. But the Cuban people seem uh, are smarter than that, and then we're seeing it now. Uh, and, you know, this is a pivotal part not only in the Biden administration, but also for the Democrats. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and you know, there's a reason. We used to be so worried about Miami-Dade and uh, Broward County and all those things in Florida. Uh, but you know, the, the the minorities down there, the Cuban Americans, uh, they they see that uh, the Democrats don't want to do anything to help them. Boy, you got to give credit to the Miami mayor. Mm-hmm. He's been out front on this. That's right. He's been really out on it. And DeSantis has been out on it. Yeah. But the mayor of Miami has been probably the biggest uh voice box coming out of that state other than marco rubio yeah rubio's um, been at it man yeah, he really has the people have been been blocking the roads chanting protest pe- peacefully peacefully yeah, protesting yeah. they're not and, burning uh, down any businesses no, and just asking where's biden and uh, we'd all like to know well yeah and i think too if you go back to the i mean this is a great to me sort of uh look inside you know, really the, the 2022 elections in Florida and the, um, uh, you know, in, in the solid numbers for the Trump side, right? I mean, when you go down into South Florida, we don't, 
those individuals, those Cuban Americans down in South Florida, I mean, they've lived this. They know this. That it's like it's it's next door, right? I mean, this is this is very real uh, to that group of Americans, and and I think that we had we have this administration, which is completely out of touch with what's going on there, uh, as far as you know, standing up and fighting back. You know, the previous administration that actually did do something, and people were you know in some ways shocked. Uh, at Trump's numbers in Florida in, in 2020. I mean, that, to me, that's just a, a terrific example of sort of that snapshot um, in, in the two very, very different administrations, Republicans and Democrats. No, I agree. Sure. I, mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly on this. And the whole issue of crime and defunding the police, they can cry it was the Republicans that wanted to defund the police all they want, but even people who haven't been really paying a whole lot of attention, they know how big, big of a lie that is. And then we have a president that's not doing uh, what he should be doing uh, with uh, with Cuba, which is – how far is Russellville from Little Rock? 40 minutes maybe, 40, okay. maybe an hour. Probably hour? An hour. Yeah. Okay. Not an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's closer than Fort Smith is to Little Rock. Yep. Cuba is to Florida. Just to put that in, in – you know, crystal, crystal clarity for everybody. It's that that communist regime is not that far from freedom, and that's why people, you know, put their lives on the line as as many times as they do, and get on rafts and boats and everything else, and try to float here yep. and and find and find freedom. And of course, the left now is saying, "Well, don't come here." You know, they're real political prisoners. All right, they're not just people coming up looking for a job uh these are people that are real real political prisoners and then on on top of that we've got a president what does he do well yesterday he asked the u.n to send somebody into the united states and tell us how racist we are that just i want to beat my head against the wall man i really do exactly well i mean look you've got a president who's sitting you know six months into his first term and he's literally sitting on top of an agenda that's a fledgling agenda in congress that's not going anywhere he's getting frustrated by that he's got an economy that is suffering great amounts of inflation and knows that it's basically just a decision or two away from us going into a another recession as he heads into a midterm um, you know, I mean, it's it's literally just one thing after the other for the Biden administration. And then to your point earlier, Dave, when I heard Jim Psaki say that at the press podium, that it was Republicans who ran on defunding the police. Yes. I, I mean, I literally yeah. about whatever I was drinking, I about spit it out. I was like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. I mean, it's the same thing with and remember the media. Now, granted, I mean, but like what was it when Sean Spicer would get up there and say something that they knew was not accurate they would call him out for it where was the media when she said that i mean there give me a like find one piece of evidence that that's true and that again goes back to that just complete double standard and hypocrisy uh from from the uh, national media but i mean she said that with a straight face and they went on to the next thing and i was just i was floored but that's that's the current state of the Biden administration they are they are basically um trying to keep the, the tops down on, on, you know, every explosive right now, uh, and it's all about to go up in a midterm year. The Harris administration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's got to scare you. 
I mean, I do. I pray for President Biden every night that his his health holds up. Well, I mean, he has to get permission to to do things. You know, uh, they were doing a piece uh, on Jen Psaki saying, you know, the uh, you know where where she said, oh yeah, Biden said he he really wanted to to be the one to make this speech. And it's like, what are you talking about? He should be the one to make whatever speech he wants to make. But you know, as as we continue to see, he reads from a list of of approved uh, reporters to call on, approved questions. Uh, you know, often set, before he leaves, he often says, uh, "Well, I better leave now before I, I get in trouble." Um, and uh, you know, you got first lady who posts pictures of her preparing for the summit uh, and things of that sort. I'm like, what, what? What are you preparing for? That's not yeah. that's not your job. You're the first lady of the United States, not the president. She thinks she's Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> but uh, you know, and they continue to do nothing. Um, and you know, someone like President Biden should should know better because he he knows he knows history. He knows the history of of Cuba. He knows the history of, of places like China and Vietnam. Uh, and he's perpetuating uh, what should be extinct. Communism should be extinct today, but the left and the socialists continue to revive it. Yep. They well because they think that they didn't do it right. That they can do it better. That's you know what's what, interesting is. Uh, when you go back to the first six months of this administration, what what successes have there been? I mean, they've, they've promoted a lot. They, they point back to the vaccination uh, campaign, which is what started under Trump. But if you go on to everything else, as I mentioned before, we've got an economy that is, is doing fine, but it is set up and propped up uh, in a way that is going to come back and, and I truly – think harm the american people the border security issue uh, you know the situation with with uh cuba um the you know the the constant um you know issues with the president sorry my my dog apparently has a, an opinion on this That's uh, all right. <laughs> the constant the constant uh losses uh in um, in Washington over his agenda. I mean, I'm telling you, like, what? There's there's a lot of desperation in that White House right now, and they know that if they if they don't get anything done by the end of this year, Republicans are going to have a heyday in the midterm elections. And, and I, I mean, I truly believe it. It's going to be so easy. And Dave, to your point about the crime, I mean, you're talking about cities that have seen just a, a tremendous uptick in crime, yeah. uh, and it's directly attributed to. You know, to be funding the police. Marker. Yep, absolutely. And uh, a lot of police officers can see the writing well, on the wall, and they're quitting. Police unions that you would have never thought in your lifetime that would support Republican candidates or support a Republican presidential candidate as they did President Trump are supporting Republicans because they finally said, oh, well, Democrats don't care about us. They want to defund us. They want to send us home. They think we're all awful, horrible people. Well, and, you, go ahead. Go ahead, Jr. and then we'll take a break. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, I mean, like, you know, we're, we're the three of us, we are not rocket scientists, but like we, everybody knew what was going to happen. What, do you, what happens when you defund the police? Crime goes up. Yeah. And it's like these liberals are now like, oh, what, what's, what's going on? Oh, it can't be that. It's got to be something else. I'm like, this feels like a pretty direct effect of defunding the police. Yep. Less police, more crime. It ain't that difficult to figure out. Yeah, and it's not small crime. It's murders. It's rapes. Murders. Yeah, it's exactly. all it's the, it's the, the, the violent crime that that jumps through the ceiling. All right. Hold on, Jr. We'll come back. We'll finish it up. Ken Yang is here as well. 
Cabot Emergency Hospital is 100% physician-owned. They are in Cabot on 89. They're on the Walmart uh, Dave's Burger side of 67167. That's the best kind of uh, uh, direction I can give you. They're always open. They're open 24-7, 365. They've got x-rays. They've got CAT scans. They've got ultrasounds. They even have an MRI and an on-site lab. Why? Because they know if it's your emergency, it's an important emergency, and you don't want to be waiting to be treated. And you go to uh, Cabot Emergency Hospital, you'll be seen quickly, efficiently, and uh, like if it's stutures or a broken bone or whatever, they can take care of all of that. If it's a heart attack, uh, then uh, it's something that they will stabilize you, get you taken care of, contact the hospital they're taking you to, and give them all the information that they have already ascertained from your visit. Get back to life faster. Go to Cabot Emergency Hospital. All right, seven minutes uh, before 7 o'clock. Joe will be here uh, in the next hour. Answer your car questions and uh, take any questions that you might have. We'll talk a little bit about the car show that's coming up in August as well. It's not as far away as when we first started talking about it. we got a lot of people that are already registering for it and all the monies that we raise uh, during that car show goes to the ronald mcdonald house and to to help them do the things that they do all right so let me ask both of you what are some of the things that are going on here locally that we should be aware of i was just talking to ken earlier uh before the show started uh jr and i asked him hey when's the next reporting period and he said today <laughs> you know yeah yes, today there, there's, people are going to be spending a, a good deal of their day looking at everyone's reports and who gave to which candidate and how much it's it's a glorious uh it's a glorious time of the quarter so so let me uh, a lot of work a lot of work productivity so. let, me, let me let me ask you i'm going to get your opinion and i'm going to get uh i'm going to get ken's opinion on this uh we've had we've got three people running against bozeman does he have anything to worry about it's more than three uh there there's uh, at least one other one uh oh, four or yeah. batesville yeah um you know i think it's i mean i think it's going to be a a real um this sounds strange, but it's going to be a real campaign for, for Senator Bozeman. Um, I think that for those that put too much of a uh, stock in polls and things like that for Senator Bozeman, uh, he's always the, – the, the numbers you see from talk business, et cetera, those are always the numbers that you see from John Bozeman. But when he's out there and he's running for, off, running for re-election uh, – you know, he's going to do very well is what I'm saying. So people shouldn't be um, uh, shouldn't be putting a whole lot of stock in those numbers. The, the big the big difference for Senator Bozeman from a lot of other incumbents is is his constituent services work. There's there's really I mean, man, I could go down my street right now. I feel like every other house would have some sort of John Bozeman story of how he helped me out doing this or helped me out doing that. And, you know, coming in as uh, if the Senate Republicans take back uh, control in the midterms. He's in line to be uh, the ag chair, which is a huge deal for the state of Arkansas. Yep. Um, so, look, I think it's I think uh, Jake Beckett entering the race uh, certainly uh, is intriguing, probably just from the 
the race itself, I still think John Bozeman is certainly the favorite um, and should do well in this race. I don't put a whole lot of stock in, in Jan Morgan. I think she'll have uh, her base uh, here and there. Um, but I do think that, uh, you know, Jake Beckett will pull some of those away. Uh, and I also think Jan Morgan's base will pull some away from Jake Beckett. So that's my take on it. All right. Ken? Yeah, I think uh, overall, I think uh, I, I agree with the JR. Uh, it's it's a real, real race. Uh, you know, the talk business polls consistently – uh, uh, do things to make uh, Republicans look bad, or I also say look bad, to give hope to the Democrats. Uh, you know, they had what Senator Cotton polling low uh, uh, the, the last election cycle. Yuck, uh, yuck, yuck. And, you know, when you criticize them, they all, they all come after you, but uh, whatever. Uh, and so, you know, Craw- Congressman Crawford has similar numbers, and he consistently blows everyone out of the water or goes unopposed, and uh, and if you follow politics at all, the, uh, Congress, when Bozeman was congressman, it was the same. Uh, you have to have money. You can have the best message in the world. If you don't have money to get it out there, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. You don't have to match dollar for dollar. But I think it's still Bozeman's to lose. Jake, Jake's Beckett entering into the race is, uh, uh, like I said, intriguing. It's just a matter of can he raise uh, uh, any money. And... Uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, Gilbert Baker raised $1.2 million uh, in that Senate primary against Bozeman years ago and still finished third, and Bozeman won without a runoff. Yeah. I, I, he's loved by the agricultural community of Arkansas. Yeah. I, I just think that it's going to be hard to beat him. I really, really do. And, and he, uh, he's also been endorsed by President Trump. Yeah, that, and that's that's uh, an interesting one. Of course, the word is... And Tom Cotton. Yeah, and Tom Cotton. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And Sarah Sanders. Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the bottom line is is that, you know, you hear the words out there uh, from uh, the people who don't like uh, Senator Bozeman. They go, yeah, but uh, President uh, Trump is reconsidering. And I've not heard anything. And I'm let me tell you what, I'm involved with politics close enough. And Liz yeah. Harrington and whatnot. And I can tell you that's not true. Yeah, I want to know who's hearing that and who they're hearing it from. Yeah. That ain't happening. That ain't going to happen. I agree. JR, have a good day, brother. You too, man. All right. You have a good day to, to as well, Ken, Thank and you. I'll be talking to you. Sir. All right. Dave Ellswick's show continues when we get back from the news, and we will talk cars. Let's get underway. It is a Thursday. Duck couldn't make it today, so Joe is here by his lonesome, which is, look, I told, I was talking to the pastor yesterday on the Bible Guys on Tuesday. Uh, we started the Bible Guys to just be the Bible guy, and then we had other people join in, and when you and I started, it was just you and me. Just us. And I had to trick you to come in, but we yeah. got you in, and you started doing You liked it, and you stuck around, and then you got Duck to come on in. And so it's uh, been the three of us for now at least 15 years. 
pretty good long time talking I'm not about sure what's exactly. going on yeah. it's been a long been a long yeah. long time we'll just put it that way so uh joe is here if you got a question for him 823-0965 823-0965 is the number to call in and to, and to talk with him about any car questions you might have is now that we're getting into the real heat of the summer are you seeing upticks in things that are heat related with cars right now well, sure. You know, uh, a lot of these late model cars, well, most of them, 90% of them have uh, plastic and aluminum radiators. And, of course, uh, as these radiators get older, the plastic gets brittle and it'll get hot and expand on a hot day and it'll start cracking and splitting because the plastic's deteriorating and brittle. Say goodbye to your antifreeze. Yeah, and it'll leak out. And then, then you got heat-related repairs. And, you know, the biggest thing I need to explain to folks out there is a head gasket doesn't fail. 99.9% of head gasket failures are due to one thing. That's overheating. So if your car is running hot and you have a leak and you see that gauge going up, you need to pull over and shut it off, let it cool down. And you might be able to drive it a little bit. And when it gets hot again, let it cool down. But don't drive it and overheat it because you can take a relatively small repair and turn it into a very major one just by getting the engine too hot and either blowing the head gasket or cracking the cylinder head. All right. So Let's, you go from a three or $400 repair to a $2,000 one. Yeah, quickly. Yeah. doesn't take long. You can't go crawling down the shoulder of the road and the needle's pegged on your heat and mm-hmm. think that you're it's cooling down because it's not. It's yep. still running. All right, let's go to the phones. Jason uh, joins us from Alexander. Jason, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Say hi to Joe. Hey, Jason. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. Um, I have a 2007 Tundra, uh, 5.7 liter, uh, right at a quarter of a million miles. Um, and I have an intermittent issue that when you go to start it, it kind of just goes clunk or click. Now you try it. Sometimes it only does it once, and then it'll start. Sometimes it'll do it two or three times, and then it'll turn over and start. Uh, seems like once it does it, it doesn't, like if you're using it around town or something, you know? Yeah. It'll, it'll start all day, and then the next day and come out in the morning, it, <clears throat> it'll do it again. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I'm not losing any coolant or anything, and uh, I thought maybe uh, someone told me that maybe it was uh, leaking water in there or something and kind of having trouble turning over, but I've been watching it for about two months now, and it it doesn't lose any fluids or anything, and I'm just wondering maybe if that if it could be the starter not wanting to. Well, I think you just you just you just nailed it right there. That starter, inside that starter's got, when the solenoid pulls in, it's got a set of contactors that drive the starter motor. They're made out of copper, and they wear down. So what's happening is when you hit that key and you hear that one click, just a click, the solenoid engaged, but the the copper ring in there that engages the starter motors wore down on it. It's got arced and sparked from age, and... If it doesn't make a good connection, that's all you'll hear is the starter solenoid engage, and the starter motor won't run. And the reason it works better after you get it running and driving is because you've heated the motor up, and, of course, that 
starter gets hot and expands with the engine and everything, and it'll tighten the clearances up a little bit, and that's why once you get it in the morning when it's cold, that click, 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 mm-hmm. then you get it going. Then once you start it and it goes all day long, it's good. But I'm 90% sure you have a starter issue. I see. And it's probably only going to get worse, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. You know, with a quarter million miles on it, have you ever put a starter on it? No. No, really never done anything yeah. to it, to be honest. Yeah, those are good vehicles. And, and you know, I'd be willing to bet you if you brought it into a bumper-to-bumper certified service center and you left it overnight, mm-hmm. we could verify that diagnosis in about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. That way you won't be All doing right. something you don't need to do and. Uh, the 07 Tundra, that's a pretty hard starter to put on. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to lay on the gravel and do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I agree with you, man. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's not okay. an easy one to do. So just uh, I would get in to have somebody check it and verify that diagnosis, but I'm pretty sure it's what it is, Jason. If it is just a starter, what is he looking at, would you think? Probably in the four to $500 range, parts okay. and labor, okay. somewhere in that range. That's not too bad yeah. for having a car... For since 2007 and that's the first real repair you've had to do on it jason that's true well i appreciate your time all You're right very welcome, thanks jason. for the call Thank we appreciate you. it all right 8230965 8230965 remember uh, and i i have to remind my my wife about this when something goes wrong with the car she's always eh. you know no i don't like to spend money on my car either but i do i am pragmatic enough to know I've got a 2010, all right? It's 11 years old. Things are going to go wrong. They're going to have to be fixed. Things wear out. You're going to have to fix them. Well, remember this, Dave. If you go buy a brand new one, what does it come with? A warranty. Yes. Why would they do that? Because things break. That's correct. Anything (laughs) man-made is subject to break at any time without notice. Doesn't matter whether it's a day old or... 40 years old. That's right. That's fact. I agree with that I wholeheartedly. And I much rather, and think of it this way, Jason, better to pay 450 yeah. to do that than buy a brand new Tundra. And how much would that be costing you a month? And even on the days that it's running just perfectly, you're still mm-hmm. paying that 450 That's correct. You know, or whatever the, the car price is. All right, we got another caller for you, Joe. All right. And Larry is in Little Rock. Larry, how are you? Welcome to the Hi. Dave Ellswick Show. And your question for Joe. Hey, Larry. I've got a 14 model GMC Sierra 5.3, and the uh, it has just a little rough idle to it, and uh, has a little hesitancy taking fuel when I let off and go back. Not bad, just a little bit. What do you think's causing that? What's the mileage on that? Uh, one hundred and fifteen thousand. Okay, one hundred and fifteen thousand. It was due for a tune-up at one hundred k. Did you do the tune-up? Uh, no, did not. That's most likely your issue. There's a couple things need to be done. It's going to need a new set of spark plugs. It's going to need a throttle body cleaned, and it's going to need a mass airflow clean, and of course, possibly a new air filter. But that's the first thing I would do. I bet there's no codes in that, no light on, correct? Oh, no, there's nothing. That's an old. Yeah, them, them plugs are wore out, and that's probably a little bit of rough idle mass airflow dirty. The hesitation on it a little bit is probably the throttle body all gummed up. They're just the basic sure. maintenance on it, and if you're 115K, you're a little overdue on it, but I would do that and then see how she runs, and I think you'll see a big difference in the way it runs and performs and 
better fuel economy if you do these things. Okay, what what kind of price we average on something like that? You're usually probably on that one. You're going to be probably with an air filter. You're going to be probably in the four, four and a half, somewhere in that range. Okay. okay. Yep. You only have to do it every hundred thousand, so that ain't a bad deal either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. Well, I appreciate your time. All right. You're Thanks thank for your you. call. Appreciate that. All right. We come back. We got to get a break in here. Butch is going to join us, and we're going to talk to him. Uh, don't forget about the Bumper to Bumper annual car show coming up on Saturday, August 28th. Pre-register at uh, btbautoparts.com. I went to the website yesterday. Pretty easy setup the way they've got it. Yeah. You know, where you know how you want to, what, what designator you want for your car and all the rest. You can do that. You'll pay $20. That's a donation to register. 100% of the proceeds benefit the Ronald McDonald's House Charities. Uh, the day of the show, it's open to everybody to come out and look at the cars. Uh, they're going to raffle off two flat-screen TVs on those days. It's all going to be held at the Conway Expo Center at 2505 East Oak Street, starting at 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. Uh, the car show entries will check in at 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. So uh, they're going to have best off-road, best Corvette, best rat rod, best original, best muscle car, best truck, best of show. And the best of show wins a $1,000 Visa card. Yeah. That's money you can spend any which way you want to. But that's, that's all right. happened because of the good folks over at Bumper to Bumper. All right, let's get back to the phones. Butch has been waiting. Butch, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show here at 1011 FM, The Answer. And uh, Joe is here waiting for your question. Hey, Butch. Uh, good morning, guys. Yeah, I've got a 2011 Honda CRV that's new to me. Um, but this is me practicing mechanics without a license. But uh, <laughs> got a very, a very tinny metallic sound at idle sometimes at low driving speeds i'm thinking it's some kind of heat shield but i just i don't know about this particular crv model what it has that might be doing that it it only does it at an idle sometimes at low driving speeds i can hear it you know obviously at higher yeah. you can't hear it for other road noise well noises are hard for me to do because i can't hear it yeah um, but I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of heat shields on the vehicle and on the okay. exhaust. So it's a good chance that and if it's like a ying, 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 ying noise, that's probably it. Uh, most yeah. most noises on an engine that are internal are a lot harder and deeper sounding. If you have something on the front of the motor like a bearing or, or a tensioner pulley or a AC clutch bearing or alternator, they're usually a more of a roar noise, not a light tinny flutter right. sound so i think you're probably right on that um you could have a and uh, i was wondering um it doesn't sound like it'd be something that's internal to like a catalytic converter do those make that kind of noise they can make a noise inside but it's usually more of a little clackety clutter sound not just a right. like a tinny rattle sound the tinny yeah, rattle yeah. sound kind of sounds like it's either got a heat shield on the exhaust or possibly one of the there are some heat shields where the pipe goes back underneath the vehicle where underneath the floorboard to keep the yeah. heat from coming through up in the floorboard. 
And I would be looking in those areas, and I, I don't think that's going to be that hard. If you can consistently make it do it at an idle sitting still or, or holding your foot on the brake and giving a little gas, you know, it's yeah. not going to be hard to find and fix, I promise you. Very good. Thank you so much. All You're right. Welcome, we buddy. appreciate Thank your you. call. Thank you. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Joe is here from Joe's Garage over on Crystal Hills Road. Joe and I have been doing this particular program for 20 years. Yes, sir. We let you uh, call in, ask your question. He'll give you uh, uh, an answer. Uh, there may be a time or two that he'll say, I got to put it on a computer to be able to make sure uh, what it is. Or as you just heard him say, you know, he can't hear your car over the telephone. No. It's okay. That. So he's, it, you know, when it comes to sounds and even more so when it comes to smells. <laughs> Vibrations are You got to bring it in. Yeah. Yeah, you got to bring it in for him to take a look at. Phone number 823-0965. 823-0965. And that's the number to call if you want to talk directly to Joe. Uh, annual car show. We talked about it just a moment ago. I mentioned it by uh, bumper to bumper. Uh, this is our first one since 2019. Yep. And uh, because nobody got to do much of anything last year because of COVID-19. Uh, we're going to be all back together again at the Conway Expo Center, 2505 East Oak Street, coming up on Saturday, August 28th. This should be a huge show. Be, should be a lot of pent-up demand to get out and show cars. Well, I hope so, Dave. You know, uh, we've had some surge in uh, COVID cases here lately. If that drops off, I think we'll have a huge turnout. You know, it's all kind of... We just have to play it by ear. We don't know. Yeah, nobody knows. But I really hope that the folks will get vaccinated and get out there and show their cars and they'll have a good time. Yeah, you know? I I agree. Yeah. And if you're wondering, yes, I've had my shots. I have had mine. Okay, and so has Joe. And, you know, I look at, I, I do the old, uh, Ro- uh, not Roosevelt, but uh, Franklin way. I make two columns, pro, con. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you there's more pros to getting a shot than there are cons. For sure. Can something go wrong? Yeah, it, something can go wrong. Something can go wrong with anything. Something can go wrong without getting it, too. Yeah, that's exactly right, because that's on both <laughs> sides of, of the issue. And you say, well, I've heard this story and that story. Go back and do a little bit of, of uh, research. I went back to one of the most terrible times for uh, a disease in America, and that was polio. Yes, sir. I have an ex-employee and a tow driver. He works for uh, 365 Towing. And right now, he's in the hospital, and he's on a ventilator, Dave. Mm. And uh, he checked on him yesterday. He seemed to be getting a little bit better. We've got our fingers crossed, but everybody knows that that's tough. His name's Jerry Henson, and uh, I've known him for forty years. And so, if you if you can say a prayer for him because he needs it. All right, but uh, I went back and looked at uh, you know the big uh, when they were, they started uh, inoculating people for polio. Mm-hmm. We almost got rid of polio in this country, pretty mm-hmm. doggone close, uh, by people getting the Sox vaccine. And here's the key. There were all kinds of problems with it. Mm-hmm. People had, you know, reactions to it. Some people died from those reactions. The only reason I believe that 
today uh, people are so freaked out about this vaccine is because you got a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week news uh, cycle, and you know you get somebody has a has some kind of reaction, and uh, they tell you the story and tell them tell you how bad it's been, folks. That's a reaction maybe of one person out of one million people. Yeah, it's the uh, odds are better in your favor to get vaccinated than not to. That's right. And, and I'm just I'm just and, telling and, you. And it's better to do it for anybody else that's out there. Yeah. Do I believe you should be forced to be vaccinated? No, I don't. I think that you're an adult. You're big enough. Yep. You can make a decision. But I think if you really sit down and put aside all the different things you've been hearing about all the bad things that have happened, if you if you look at the at the the possibilities and break it down, it's very very small. That's correct. So uh, I'll take I'll take the shot, and if I think I need a booster, I'll take the booster shot. I'm look. I'm not. I've been getting vaccinated. Since I was, uh, you but, know, knee-high to a tadpole, so I, to speak. I guess the, the right way to say this, Dave, is there's few less people died from getting vaccinated than from getting the COVID. Yeah, yeah, you're right so, about that. You know, look at the odds right there. If you Absolutely. get the COVID, more apt to get sick and, and possibly die than get vaccinated and not get it. And then you say, well, they're not yeah. really conservatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm like Hagar the 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 guy i'm 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 that kind of a conservative i'm hardcore conservative all right the uh, car show again saturday august 28th it's going to happen at the conway expo center they've got classes for one two three four five six seven eight nine different categories the newest category this year is going to be the uh, the lift trucks yeah the four by four raised trucks okay so uh, you can get those in as well. I was talking uh, this last weekend. Yeah, this last weekend, Ryan was on. He's actually bringing a car in to, uh, to show. He had a question. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this question, see yeah. what you think. I got, I'll got. i get your answer after the break because okay. we're getting ready to go to break. He, uh, he's got a Mustang that he's going to show. Mm-hmm. And whoever had it before him let the uh, wiper blade arm uh scratch across the windshield and leave a rainbow and he was wondering if there's something that he can use to take that off uh without replacing the windshield we'll talk about that sure when we come back here uh on the uh, the dave Ellswick show so if that's ever crossed your mind uh, keep listening and we'll see what joe has in mind about that uh, i know that uh, kenneth said from down at dewdrop he had a product, a glass product, that he thought would get rid of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll talk about it when we come back here uh, on the Dave Ellswick Show. Again, the annual car show, bumper to bumper, Saturday, August 28th. Pre-register your car now, $20. All that money goes to uh, Ronald McDonald House, btbautoparts.com. News and then more coming your way right here on the Dave Ellswick Show on uh, 1011 FM, The Answer. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show, 823 That's the number. Call here today. 
If you want to talk to Joe, don't forget about East End Towing. Patrick McIntyre is the owner of East End Towing. He wants you to know that uh, no matter what the situation, the folks at East End Towing can handle it, and they've got all the answers that you need to make sure that you don't get taken. Uh, When the state police call for a tow, here's how it works. They call the dispatcher. The dispatcher uh, calls the first person on their list of tow places, and it rotates. Yeah. So that's who you're going to get. Best that you have the same tow uh, company deal with you uh, during the course of your lifetime with a car. I'm, I'm, I'm a big person about uh, keeping your same mechanic, keeping your, your same tow company, all of that. Uh, East End Towing can help you out with that. Here's their phone number. Put it in your wallet or your purse or your glove compartment. Keep it with you. 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. And they also want to remind you about the Slow Down, Move Over campaign. If you see flashing lights on the side of the road, uh, move to the opposite side of the road. So whomever is out there doing whatever uh, it can do it safely. All right, let's talk to Kevin in Cabot. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Hello. Show. Hey, Kevin. Hello. I got a air-conditioned question on a 99 Honda Civic LX. Okay. Uh, it, it, don't, it doesn't blow cold. Uh, you grab the low side line, and it stays hot. Iron doesn't stay hot, but it doesn't get cooled down. Um, let's see what else. Oh, I have one of those uh, cheap little charging hoses that has a low side gauge. Yeah. And when everything's turned off, the pressure equalizes at 95, and I turn the compressor on, and it'll immediately go to zero, and it has a peg there, so it won't go below zero. What do you think might be wrong with it? Well, it tells me it's got a restriction in it. Uh if, if it, it, for instance, if you hook a gauge up and, and you have some Freon in there because the gauge wouldn't read anything, was it reading about 80 pounds, something like that, with the engine shut off? Yeah. All right, and you start it up and you turn the AC on and you hear the compressor engage and all of a sudden it just, watch that low side gauge come down. It goes all the way down almost into a vacuum. That means it's restricted. You're pumping all your Freon out, but you're not getting any return. And the low side yeah. is in a vacuum. Uh, two things come to mind. Has there been any AC repairs made on this vehicle lately? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, most likely, when I see that, and this does not necessarily gospel, okay, but I think you probably had a, a dryer come apart on it, and it's got went and those debris, the little rock sack in that dryer, has went over yep. and it stopped up the expansion valve. So yep. the Freon is just backing up. I bet if you had a high side gauge on that, you would see that the low side is down into a negative and the high side is going to be real high. And it'll yep. let it run up till about uh, 275, 300 pounds, and then the high pressure switch is going to turn the compressor off. Yep. And as the pressure comes back down, it's going to turn the compressor back on. It's going to go back up, and that switch is keeping it from burning that compressor up. But that's where I'd be uh, looking. I'd put pull the expansion valve off and look in it, and I would put a new dryer on it, and I would flush those lines out real good, and then evacuate and recharge it, and and I bet it goes to working. 
That's what uh, that's what I was thinking. Hey, thank you for uh, all your uh, information. I there you go. You're welcome, All right, Kevin. appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir. Thank 823-0965. 823-0965. That's the phone number. A lot of people using it today to talk to Joe. Joe's been doing this, like I said, on my show for 20 years, week in, week out, giving you free advice sure. about your car. And not just about fixing your car, about buying used cars and all kinds of stuff and some of the new technologies that are coming on and what to watch for and the the car that we're driving right now in 2025 is going to be totally different than the car you're driving right now in 2021 that's fact if you got a 2021 it may be sitting somewhere waiting for a chip yeah you might yeah it's probably on order but uh you may not get that 2021 till 2022 that's exactly right (laughs) i gotta believe that if you're one of the big car makers you're kind of freaking out right now you got a lot of 2021 sitting there ready to be sold and can't be because that chip factory burned down and they're waiting uh for chips to get back Mm -hmm. sure are and and it's across the board it's not any specific manufacturer no it's all of them these are general computer chips used in a lot of the body control modules on the vehicles general information modules and totally integrated power modules and it goes on and on depending on who the manufacturer what they want to call it but that's what's happening so if you've been driving down the road and you've gone by, you know, like you're on 67, 167, going through uh, Little Rock, North Little Rock, Sherwood, and you go past all the, the uh, car dealerships there and you go, wow, they don't have any cars out there. People must be buying cars left and right. No, because there's no car. Well, they may be buying them, they but they're them. not being delivered to them. They bought all that was there. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. Now there's no more to put there because they're waiting for the chips. All right, Gary's got a 1999 Volvo V70 XC8 all-wheel drive, five-cylinder, 2.4-liter engine in it. How can I repair the damage done after switching the battery cables after installing a new battery? All right, now you're going to hear Joe talk about (laughs) magic smoke here. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I was going to – first, I was going to start off on do-it-yourself. (laughs) <laughs> like ken sullivan says destroy, destroy it, it yourself and That's this right. is a this is a destroy it yourself when you hook them up backwards you know even a 99 model it's going to have some fuses and fuse links and possibly some modules that are damaged when they're hooked up backwards the hots are the grounds the grounds are the hots these modules don't respond and a, and yes if it's sparked and arced and lost the magic smoke you're going to have to replace those modules but you're going to have start with all the fuses and the fuse links that got blowed out when the cables were backwards. Replace those and then retest and see if there's any other damage. Most of the time, I would say 90% of the time, there's other damage. Sometimes you get very lucky and it won't be. Yeah. Not very often, Dave. So when you have that kind of damage, what are you looking at doing? Well, you fix the fuses and you course put the battery in there the proper way and then you're going to to check for make sure fuel fuel pressure and fuel pumps running those are all controlled by the ecm and modules and relays and and then once you get it cranked over of course you can plug a scanner into it see if you need to talk to some of these modules if you can't talk to them and all the hots and grounds are good the modules damaged the magic smoke left yeah and when it's your module that's expensive it can get expensive real quick that's for sure you know, it just gets it 
gets expensive. Everybody, everybody wants to try and do the small things themselves to save money. And sometimes just that small procedure right there making that kind of error can cost big money. And you have wasted everything. And, and just really, you know, if, if you're doing something electrical on your car, even jumping your car, I don't even recommend anybody today to try and give somebody else a jump. Because if you do it wrong and you and arc and spark, it not only damaged their car, but damaged the one you're driving, too. Yeah, you can't do it like yeah, the yeah. old days. I remember, <laughs> I remember, man, we used to like to see them spark, and we'd take the, take the ends of the jumper cables and just rub them together and sh- see yeah. how far we could shoot the sparks. Can't do that anymore. No. Well, you could. You yeah. probably won't have a car that runs after well, you've done it. I don't recommend that at all. It's it's bad <laughs> news. You know, if, if if you need a jump, you need to call roadside assistance, have somebody out that knows what they're doing, how to do it, and do it properly. Or just, you know, call the roadside and say, tow it in. And Because if the battery's dead, there's, there's only one thing in your car that could be causing the battery to be dead that would be of a minor issue. That would be if you left something on. If you didn't leave something on and the battery's dead, there's a good chance it's going to need a battery replacement or it's got something in the vehicle that's causing it to drain the battery down that is not a switch that you manually left on. It could be some, what you would call a a draw on it that one of the modules is not turning off. Yeah, because, look, and, and you, you can leave things that, on. It's going to happen again. New cars, if you leave things on, the car turns it off. Mm-hmm. Most of them do. They unless manually that switch messed up yeah <laughs> or you manually turn the dome light on and left it on if you push a manual switch on it it'll stay on a lot of times for a certain period of time like 14 16 minutes but if that run the battery down and it won't start there's the underlying issue with a weak battery i guarantee you yep all right let me talk about pat davis real quickly here and then we'll take uh, our next caller eight two three zero nine six five is the number eight two three zero nine six five we're going to have enough time to do a couple more calls i see one coming in right now pat davis is your health plan man your real health plan man he's been advertising here on 1011 fm the answer and my show for three years now and he's giving a 25 dollar gift card to the first 100 people this month that request a free no obligation health insurance quote simply text your first and last name and the number 25 text him 501-605-6935 put your first and last name on it and the number 25 Uh, you can be your one source for private health plans marketplace plans and can even give you guidance on several christian share plans instead of just one get that 25 dollars restaurant gift card by texting your first and last name and the number 25 to 501-605-6935 now there is a caveat here you must not be a medicare or medicaid eligible aged person 21 to 64 all right, you can't be uh, eligible for Medicare or Medicaid. Keep that in mind. Get a quote and a gift card, 501-605-6935.
All right, back. We've got uh, plenty of callers coming in. If we get through these two, I'll let you know if we're going to have time for anybody else. Brian's in Conway. Brian, how are you? And welcome uh, to the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, I've got a 2010 uh, Ford Edge, and you're sitting idling in a drive-thru or a bank. Every once in a while, it'll, it'll, the thermostat will jump up to hot. Uh, you got to drive it, it goes back off, it goes down. Or when you first start it up in the morning, and even the air conditioner blows hot until you get going. You got a cooling fan that ain't working right. Setting still. The fan? Yeah, the cooling fan is probably, uh, I think that Ford Edge has actually got uh, two of them up there. Uh, or it's got a dual speed fan on it. But they come on by engine temperature or AC high pressure. Which means if you got the air on and the high pressure raises up to a certain amount, the fan won't come on till it gets about 250, 275, then the fan's going to come on. If that fan doesn't come well, on, that high pressure goes up so high, trips the compressor out because of high pressure. And, you know, generally if you take off driving, you'll jam enough air through there that you'll keep the condenser right. cool enough to keep the pressure down. And, of course, you'll keep enough air pushed through there to keep the engine temp down also. Right. Yeah, I think you just either, and you know, being it's both of them, I'm going to say the fan itself is the issue, not the control to it, because it's not working on the temp side, not working on the AC side. Okay. What's, what's the I mileage agree. on well, that, Brian? Thank you. What's the mileage on that? Well, he's on. Oh, well, we're, it's a little over 200,000. I'm, I'm pretty sure the fan is wore out, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably uh, never had one. It just, probably just needs a new uh, engine cooling fan. Right. You'd be good to go. Brian, thanks for your call. Uh, we appreciate you. it. Let's go to uh, Steve. He's in Little Rock. Hey, Steve, how are you? Hey, Steve. Hey, good up? morning, guys. Good morning. I've got a uh, 97 Dodge 12-valve Cummins. got about 193,000 miles on it. And uh, every now and then, like, as the gentleman previously said, if I pull into the bank... Uh, sitting at the drive-thru, I kill it because it's kind of a noisy truck. Yeah. And when I go to start it back up, it'll pop off, you know, it'll run, and it's like it loses its prime, like uh, like it's got fuel for two or three seconds, then it just flat dies. Then I'll hit the ignition, start it up again, everything will be fine. Now, this ain't every time, but yeah. intermittently. Well, them intermittents are tough. They really are. Uh that that's a pretty simple diagnostic procedure, though. Okay. Okay. If you were to if you were to bring it into one of the bumper to bumper certified service centers, we can duplicate that complaint just by what you just described. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with the right test equipment on there, and I I don't think that it's going to be that hard to figure out exactly what's going on. I don't yeah. think it loses its prime that quick. I'm more inclined to think that possibly. That it's a it's a lift pump problem, mm-hmm. or possibly a engine speed like a cam sensor crank sensor issue, and it's not receiving all of its inputs, and it may be temperature related, which means your engine's hot and you shut it off and you let it set for a minute, hard to crank back up. You try it a couple more times, boom, it lights up once it gets the signal, and then you're good to go. Speaking of engine heat, got one quick question. <laughs> sure. What do you say about this additive that you can put to your antifreeze that allegedly lowers the operating temperature of your coolant, your your engine? Well, I'm going to tell you, any any antifreeze or engine coolant you put in your engine, mm-hmm. they do that. 
Okay. That's built in them. You know, the universal uh, uh, coolant is what I recommend and what we use because unless you on some type of European vehicle where it's very specific what they want you to put in there. Because I, I run the common specific blue yep. coolant. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't see a problem with that, but I, I don't like adding an additive to somebody else's product. If Makes that sense. stuff was so great, why ain't in, in? Why is it not in the antifreeze to begin with? <laughs> From the start, that's it. it. Yeah. So Thank don't you guys. Y'all have a wonderful day. All right, All right buddy. Thank Talk you. to you later. Thanks for the call. And I've got time for one more caller. If you call right now, eight two three zero nine six five eight two three zero nine six five. You got a, a question for uh, Joe here at Joe's Garage. Uh, get it in right now, and uh, we'll handle it before uh, the top of the hour. Again, don't forget about the annual car show coming up with Bumper to Bumper. That's going to be Saturday, August 28th. It will be at the Conway Expo Center, 2505 East Oak Street in Conway. Starts at 10, goes till 2. It's uh, free and open to the, the public. You can come in and look at all the cars I'm hoping that we get somewhere around 200 cars this year since we didn't have one last year. Uh, $20 donation to get your car into the show. All that money goes to benefit Ronald McDonald's House Charities. Uh, They're going to have a raffle for two flat-screen TVs. There's going to be door prizes. It's an indoor show. It'll be air-conditioned inside. Now, there will be some cars that are going to be outside. You're going to go out into the heat if it's a... A typical uh, well, August day. Most of the uh, the lifted trucks are going to be out underneath the awning because they're so big they take up so much room inside. But we've got plans to have a lot of fans out there if it's a hot day. And, of course, we'll provide a lot of ice water and everything. And and, yeah. and it's going to be good for them. It'll, but, be, it'll be comfortable. You won't be. One of them trucks take up enough room for three regular cars. Yeah, yeah. they're big. Yep. What can I say? The best of show wins $1,000. A one thousand dollar Visa card, so that's a that's a good deal uh, as as well. Uh, again, the lift uh, trucks that's a new category this year. Let me give you the class awards pre nineteen forty nine, fifty to fifty nine, sixty to sixty nine, seventy to seventy nine, eighty to eighty nine, nineteen ninety to present. The lift cars uh, best of awards will be best of show, best truck, best muscle car. Best Original, Best Rat Rod, Best Corvette, and Best Off-Road Vehicle. Yep. Got a lot of trophies to be given away, mm-hmm. but only one $1,000 Visa gift card. Yeah, that's, you know. And that's a tough one sometimes. Uh, you, it is. It really is. Uh, quality of cars that we've seen in the past years past Dave, has just been amazing to me, you know. It's come down to a flip of a coin. We've done that one because year. it's been tied. Yes, absolutely tied, and they got the owners of the cars together and said, "We're going to flip a coin. You guys all right with that?" They said, "Yes." You got a first place, and and then we only have one of those. So that's right. They both agreed to it. That's the way it worked. That's it. That's the way it worked. So, uh, like, oh, by the way, I asked mm-hmm. about uh, windshield scrape yeah. from a windshield wiper uh, a blade. How do you get rid of that rainbow effect? They they've got some products out there now, Dave. And once you put it on there, you got a it's 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 a glazing compound. You got to use a, a buffer on it, a high speed buffer, but it, it'll glaze it and cover it up. And I'd say it 
I've used it a few times. I think you can generally you can count on if you do it properly, you get ninety percent of it out, depending on how deep that scratch is. Right. How many wipes? Because that's was what on. it is. It's that's a scratch. scratch. It's it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. There you go, Ryan. If you're listening now, you know they are. There are products. Yep. Look them up and find one that you think is going to work the best. Or call Joe; he'll tell you one that he knows works the best of all the ones that sure. he's looking Man, at. Happy telling. All right, Ryan. Of course, has the uh, bumper to bumper certified service center over there on Henson Road. Yep. So uh, yep. good place. Good yep. place. Good man. Yeah, he is a good guy. He really is. New father. It's been interesting when he comes in on the saturday show and i talked to him yeah. before the show and he's given me all the <laughs> stories that i have uh, already lived through yeah many times joe it's always a pleasure thanks for coming in thank you dave and really uh, we've had it. a lot of great calls today uh thank everybody friday's show robert will be here chris will be here uh we'll also hear from matt smith uh tomorrow about new movies all that's coming your way on the friday edition at 6 a.m of the dave ellswick show <laughs>